everyone. Welcome to the Minecraft Short Stories Podcast. This episode's going to be a little bit quieter due to when it's too loud, the microphone will clip out. So I'm going to keep it quieter and at a higher audio quality. Also, there was the Spotify stream on event at 10 a.m. today. And Anchor has a ton of new features, some more tabs, all of that kind of stuff. If you guys do not know what Anchor is about, you can listen to the sponsor segment at the end of this section. Also, you guys may have noticed that I am now changing out the ads every single three days to stop them from getting super stale. I believe the ad before the last one, because I've changed it out today, had been going for like six months, maybe three months, something like that. And you do not want to listen to the same thing over and over again. So I have six ads currently recorded. I'm going to be cycling through those, maybe make some more ads, try to keep them interesting. So do me a favor and listen to that at the end of the section. Anyways, there's another story for this podcast. If you not listened to the last two stories, The Ordeal of the Fortunate and Quest for the Ancient Blade, they were released a week and three days ago, so I'd recommend go checking those out. Also, on the same note of those episodes, I found some lore implications I had not thought about before. So, you remember the sword that Lucas had lost? The near-unbeatable diamond sword? Well, coincidentally, Carter had gotten the near-unbeatable diamond sword from the tower. Or at least, so it seems. So, that may be canon. May not be. Maybe lore. May just be a coincidence. You guys can decide. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the story. But first, a word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Battle of the Swamp Miles shut the wind door and barricaded it with the block. He picked up the potion bottle that had fallen from the stand in the scuffle from last night and readied himself. The moon rose above the horizon as the final signs of dusk faded away. He secured the windows, tense with anticipation. From across the swamp, he could hear the increasing sound of the gurgles and moans that only zombies could make. The sound, though starting out in only one direction, quickly surrounded Miles' small abode. The zombies battered and smashed at his door without fear, as he had no neighbors or anyone else he could ask for help. Now in disrepair, Miles' house held strong for another night. How much longer it could survive was not known, however. Through Miles' barricaded windows, a dim ray of light shined. It grew brighter as the sun rose over the treetops. The zombies' moans and groans receded as they returned to where they came from or perished in the sun. Miles had built his house at the edge of a marsh, which connected to a swamp. The views were decent, and the fishing was great. No one lived anywhere close, and he was in complete solitude. After the first night, however, a horrifying problem became apparent. A horde of zombies would wade through the swamp and terrorize Miles, battering his house and attempting to overwhelm him. The horde was much larger than should be possible. Even in the dark, the spawning of the zombies would be too slow to uphold it. This had to be stopped, or else Miles would be doomed. Miles peered out the doorway. The sun shone onto his face, and he squinted through it to survey his marsh. The zombies were gone in the daylight, as they had been the last three days. Rotten flesh scattered the marsh, signaling where some of the zombies had perished in the sunlight. 
Miles glanced the final time, and then headed back into his house. He grabbed the satchel from his bed, and started equipping his worn iron armor. Miles had had some experience in combat, and he knew how to wield a sword. He grabbed his iron sword, and closed the door behind him, as he prepared to save the marsh, his house, and his life. The trudge through the swamp was ten times harder with iron armor and a sword. Mud stuck to his leggings, and the swamp seemed to suck him downwards. The sun beat, and the air was sticky and uncomfortable. The armor felt heavier and heavier to Miles. He didn't know exactly where the monsters came from, but they always came from the hills over to the north, so that was the best place to start. The hills separated the marsh from the swamp, and the only other connection was a stream that flowed between the hills. The ladder was far away, so Miles chose the hills, despite the arduous ascent. Passing over the hills, he got a good look at the sprawling swamp, scattered with trees and waist-deep with muddy water. This was not going to be easy. Miles knew he would be able to reach where he wanted to go soon, as the zombies arrived only an hour or so after dusk. He reached the edge of the swamp, placed his iron boot in the murky water, placed the second boot in, and began to wade. Miles could just see the opposite bank of the swamp in the distance. Finally, Miles reached it. The bank was composed of gravel and mud. The gravel was soggy, and he found his feet leaving deep impressions in it. He looked around and found tons of similar tracks, all from zombies. Looking out at the swamp, Miles could see countless more signs of monsters that he had not noticed before, including trampled grass and snapped logs. Turning back to the beach, Miles noticed a cave in the mountain close to the beach, a dark hole descending into the heart of the mountain. The zombies' tracks from the beach all seemed to have converged from the cave. This had to be where they came from. Thousands of tracks cover that beach, all coming from that cave. He had to discover what was happening. He had no other choice. The darkness scared him, though. In the darkness, zombies and creatures could spawn. What if he was overrun and perished? He couldn't think about that now. Before he was able to talk himself out of it, Miles rushed into the cave. The cave was pitch black, and Miles drew a torch from his satchel, attempting to light it. To Miles' worry, the water from the swamp had soaked it, and it was unable to be lit. He pulled another one with the same result, and another one. Finally, on the fourth one, light illuminated the cave. The entire tunnel was stone, walls, the floor, everything. Miles peered into the gloom outside the torch's radiance and could see only more stone. He started walking along the tunnel, following the faint tracks made by the massive amount of zombies exiting this tunnel each night. The tracks turned into a side corridor, and so did he. Up ahead, he could see some faint lights in a large room. He stealthily crept forward with difficulty. Every sound echoed in the stone corridor. He had reached the room, and the lights were quickly explained. In the large, mossy cobblestone room, Four spawners were arranged, spread erratically around the room. How could this be? A dungeon can only spawn one spawner. Then, as he looked across the chamber thinking, it came to him. The walls of the large room either jutted out one block, or receded into the wall one block, per quarter of the room. It must have been that four dungeons had somehow spawned together, and created a mega spawner. This had to be disabled, because the number of zombies this thing could spawn was astronomical. Miles knew the only way to disable a spawner was to break it or place a sufficient light source next to it. He decided on the ladder. Grabbing three torches from his bag, he started trying to light them. But unfortunately, the waiting in the swamp had rendered all but one of his torches useless. Desperately, Miles pulled out his pick and began mining at one of the tough cages. Inside the cages, miniature zombies spinned. They began to spin faster and faster. From behind, he heard a popping noise, and the sounds of zombies groaning. 
Miles didn't look, but he could hear the slow plot of the zombies as they made their way over to him as he worked furiously at mining the gauge. The zombies struck him and inflicted damage. Miles flinched, but kept mining. The cage finally gave and broke apart, extinguishing the flame within. He whirled on the zombies behind him and took a punch to the shoulder that he shrugged off. Drawing his sword from his side, he made quick work of the clumsy beasts. Still, three more spawners remained. They came out his pick once more and began to mine. Two more popping sounds as the spawners nearest him spawned zombies. They didn't have to go far. And Miles was hit again and again as the second and third spawners fell. As Miles dodged and stabbed his way to the last spawner, more and more zombies were summoned and filled their room with their anger towards him. Miles vaulted over a zombie and finally reached the final cage. He swung his pick as hard as he could and saw a fracture spread across it. A zombie pushed him forwards and away from the spawner. Miles swung his sword in an arc and mulched three zombies in its path. The path to the spawner filled again with zombies. Miles swung as fast as he could, zombies falling before him easily. He got to the spawner and struck again, and struck again once, twice more. The cage looked close to breaking. The zombies saw their largest asset being destroyed and growled with anger. Miles dodged a swing from a large zombie, but was not able to avoid hits from behind. Miles stumbled and sprawled on top of the spawner. With the last of his energy, he rose and struck with all his might at the black metal cage. It broke. The last of the zombies cried with anguish and rushed from the room, knowing no more reinforcements were coming. Miles had saved the swamp and narrowly avoided death. Hope you guys enjoyed that story. I'm sorry if it sounded a little bit stuffy. I have a cold currently. But hope you guys enjoyed that. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel and give this podcast a five-star review. I will see you guys inside the next episode.